Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You want to stop? Are we recording? We've been recording this whole time. Wow. We're back. Look at us. It's been a while. Yeah. We tried. We did try. We tried. We failed. These in-room Zooms are harder than they look. Yeah. And also... We tried to do this two weeks ago, and I was like, Bob, since this isn't working out. Oh, I'm yeah. Fill in my throat. We, and lo and behold, I was so sick for two weeks. She did. Uh, she got the not COVID. Yeah, whatever that cold is that's going around, it's... It's a big one. It's gross. It's, it's like so many people at my work have it, and like we don't even work in person. I got a couple weeks ago. Yeah. There was... Uh, Takes a while to get out of it because it sits in your lungs and it makes a lot of butter. And Ugh. man, it takes a while for that stuff to expectorate out of out of you. Uh, you know what I did since I'm going on a trip tomorrow and I'm going to have roommates? What'd you do? I downloaded an app because I'm a snorer. You're a snorer. Yeah. We're snorers. Breathe rights can only do so much. Yeah. And I do have those packed, but I. Did you get the extra strength ones? No, I just have ones that have been in my cabinet for a while. Do you I got a something? couple extra strength ones. I might take those. Literally pulls your nose off. But see, that's the thing. I'm going to have a spray tan and like, I don't want a breathe right shaped white patch from where the adhesive took my spray tan off. Oh, well, it's either that or you're sleeping on the beach. <laughs> so I downloaded this app that records you as you sleep to let you know, like, if you talk in your sleep, if you snore in your sleep, and then it gives you, like, a sleep score. Mine's terrible because I sleep with the TV on, and they're like, you talk all night long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, that's Reno 911. So many Simpsons jokes. <laughs> you said dough 17 times. Are you a family guy, Ryan? Because it just seems like you're ripping off the Simpsons. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, uh, so I downloaded it. It's not that bad, but I do cough a lot in my sleep. That's bad. But you're a stomach sleeper, right? I sleep in every position. Oh, really? I'm everywhere. You're just tossing and turning all over the place? Yeah, I'm a side sleeper primarily. Yeah. Uh, it depends on the bed. Like, my bed at home, it makes my shoulders roll forward, and then my ribs are out of place. Okay. And then my shoulders hurt. All I right. like a firm bed. Okay. So I can, like, not Just stay. like a concrete slab on top of a wood slab? At the Plaza apartment, I used to take floor naps. You did? Yeah. You grab there on the eighth floor. They don't get softer as you go up. I mean, it's not concrete. You're probably sleeping on some rebar. So it's concrete. It's like a Tempur-Pedic. Probably, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, man. No, my roommates don't smother me. Yeah. No, I got new pillows yesterday, two days ago. Did you? Tempur-Pedic had a BOGO. No, I got those a couple of years ago, and it's taken me until now to like them. Uh, I bought, I went full primo. I was like the cooling. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Not that's so bad. I got an Instagram ad for like a cooling comforter and I was like, uh, hello. A cooling comforter? What yeah, the fuck's like, the point of that? It's like a material, well, if you're a hot sleeper like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's a cooling material. Oh. There's also an, a bed it's, air conditioner. It's a blanket made in drive fit. Like what is wrong with you? Maybe. It's just a t-shirt. It's just a quad X. Yeah. Just... <laughs> you have to cut it open, but it'll yeah. work. It's killed like three people. They just get lost in it. Yeah. 
Uh, no, I got the the cool, like whatever the top of the line one was. I was like, just give me that one because I bought the middle of the line last time and it was great. Yeah, and it lasted six years, but like it was definitely starting to lose. Supposed to throw them out after that. Uh, well, the the fucking. I've had a pillow that I think it's pro- it's mostly just dead skin. Yeah, it's all just dead skin at this point. Uh, yeah, I love it though. But this one's like gel. Um, the old ones like got some gel foam in it or whatever, and then this uh, this new ones made of like elf tears or something. Because nah. it just, I man, that's rare because they only cry in spring. Yeah, no, it was. Um, I mean, even swallowed their old, their old tears. I don't know if you're an elf. I'm a I'm a tear connoisseur. Well, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That even on replay, that sounded horrible. Well, at least you're admitting it. That sounds like something fucking uh who was the cannibal guy? Uh now he was like an actor and then he Oh, Army Hammer? Army Hammer. Like that's some shit Army Hammer would say. And class. Yeah, right before he's pitching you to Buy a timeshare in the Caymans. Yeah. Hey, uh, you want to, I don't know, while you're thinking about this condo, you want to just maybe have some leg? <laughs> this guy passed on the deal. This guy, this guy. Just so you know what happens. This guy told me he had good credit. He did not have good credit. I looked up a star meter on IMDb. That guy is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back. Welcome back. The one legged podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. Uh, we're siblings. Ah. And on occasion, we do a podcast. Yeah. And when we don't do a podcast, we hear about it from fan spokesperson Scott Porter, who also happens to be self appointed, by the way. Self appointed. I know you guys didn't meet and vote. He's, but also, if you were, <laughs> I, I think you would vote for him. This is Otto. He's right behind me. You guys uh, know him. That's the con. Hey, Bubba. That's the Concord Lego. We'll get into that here in a second. Yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, life is good. Uh, we've been gone for a while. Like we said, or up top, we did try to do this earlier. Uh, what was it? Two weeks ago. Like to the. It was two weeks ago on Monday. Like seriously, sat down. She got here. Normally, you know, the pod is like the gym. Once we get here, we're fucking doing it. Yeah. It's just getting here that's the problem. Right. I fucking live here. Uh, but uh, she got here. We set up. We were having trouble with the echo again. Mm-hmm. We think we resolved it. Uh, but also we thought we resolved it before. And it came back. Yeah. Like Hayes. And. Uh, it doesn't go away. I've been there like three times. Ooh, you need a new doctor. No, 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 no. He calls it Aids over easy. Just keep getting it. I just keep knocking it out of the park. Because it's over easily. It's over easily. But it's not because it's still there. That's the joke is the ignorance. <laughs> I'll explain it to you if you have to, but I'm really breaking the fourth wall here. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we did. This is breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> if I if I can figure it out in iMovie, I'll do like a shatter effect. Uh <laughs> I should, I break fourth walls and glass ceilings. I should probably get another video editing suite than fucking the one that comes free. Who cares? 
fair. I'm literally just taking out the parts where we say things we shouldn't or say names of people that would probably sue us. Yeah. Uh, Disney. Yeah. Zuckerberg. Just a bunch of Hannah boobs. <laughs> which, by the way, I need to get from you. Um, I can airdrop it to you right now. Fucking sweet. Check this out. Look at us. Living in the future. What's up with that? Um, so, yeah. Um, first off, and it's been a while since I've seen. Uh, first of all, I've been in a little bit of a creed kick lately, and I'm not afraid to say it. Let me tell you something. I had a creed kick not too long ago, and that band totally fucks. All right? Yeah. I'll get on the creed. Like, they were so great, then people turned on them. A bit like Dave Matthews Band a lot. Also, Dave Matthews Band was also the fans that turned a lot of people off. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably same way with Creed, just because they were Christian-esque, so I'm sure there was a lot of that going yeah, on. Yeah, that's there. tough. That's they tough. were like a shit ton of promise rings at Creed concerts, to be Ooh, fair. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, man, one of those songs came on, and I was just like, fucking I can't remember what song it is fucking hires the one that everyone goes to but oh it's um uh, and that whole that whole album my album, sacrifice my sacrifice is so good it's so fucking good and I'll put that like that is one of those songs you're like man I wish I had 13 guitars so I could play that my sacrifice and my own prison those are the two man that's all those are two sides of the coin right there but they're deep cuts. My sacrifice is like the big one. It's this one. Oops. Yes. yes. Oops. <laughs> oh, before we get sued by Scott Stab. Yeah. Um, I can't laugh too hard or else I'll spelkus. So I have to do a, like a broy laugh, like a ha ha ha. <laughs> That's more of a fucking Woody the Woodpecker laugh. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do my real laugh because my real laugh comes a lot from my lungs, and if I do it then i'll just start hacking oh yeah and, and then i'm like in the splash zone pretty much oh god that that would end the podcast no it wouldn't like i it would for a while just no. to get over that like imagine that just landed like right on your forehead just like, well i hope it would I, that's where i'd aim i'm just saying what if i did it to you and it just like just from deep within y'all right a mist. Which... <laughs> Can you take me higher? I love that I can I want to take my and I have a real one literally right here. That's the second pod in a row you've done that bit. Yeah. Uh anywho. Uh I'm gonna grab a, another beer. Okay. Oh man, check out my record collection, you guys. 
that's uh yeah well you're gonna have to cash in i mean i don't work for russian river although i should uh so that's the band famous brown album top left there and then uh Bottom left, Little Feet, Waiting for Columbus, top five live records of all time, or Some Girls, The Rolling Stones, Aretha, The Queen of Soul, which is some weird compilation they put together. And above that is Aretha Now, which is uh, something you should pick up. Sorry, he's got Aretha's burgers. I did. <laughs> she is the best. Uh, where were you where you were watching? You sent me uh, a photo you were watching. Ah! You were watching uh, Amazing Grace somewhere. Yeah, my neighbors. Oh, your neighbors. God damn it. Well, this has been a fun pod. By the way, this is Chris Porter's pod uh, with special guest Andy Porter. She's in and out as she. Otto's just tearing the stuffing out of this waiter. Uh, he is doing that. It's his favorite thing to do. It's been a win win. Like mother, like dog, am I right? Yeah. Um, but uh, one of the things uh, we missed, and so I still have actually my notes from uh, the pod that we were supposed to do oh, nice. earlier. I just keep it in my notes in my computer. I went, to, I went to throw, well, this was like, obviously I was setting up, so I was just writing it out as I, like moments before you got here. I was like, what do we need to talk about? Because uh, I try to prepare. We say I keep a running. I keep a running document. We do this once every fortnight, so I just you know you don't want to phone it in. Fortnight. Fortnight. It's uh, uh, two weeks or a set of utensils. Um, we had a uh, California's worst uh, hurricane in quite some time. Yeah. Uh, and it turned out to be a real dud. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, right? Well, yeah, I mean, okay. It turned out to be a dud for Los Angeles. Apparently, Paul Spring just got fucking devastated. And, uh, but also, uh, most of those buildings are concrete, to be fair. Um, and by devastated, I shouldn't say devastated. Maui, devastated. Lahaina, <laughs> devastated. Right. My vacation to Maui, devastated. Uh, which, by the way, cancel that, and now they're like, hey, we're just kidding. Don't cancel your trip to Maui. We need the money. And I'm like, fucking, you're too late. Well, they said come to Maui, but just stay off Lahaina. Yeah. Well, that's where a lot of my reservations were. So. Uh, How will you recover? We're going in January. Great. I'm glad you um, could rebuild. Your vacation. I'm not saying I'm the one that was most affected by this. I'm just saying. That you were? No, I'm just saying it's a bummer. Anyway, hurricane. Just things that were all in down. That, the hurricane. Uh, it was just a day and a half of constant rain. Yeah, uh, with an earthquake thrown in the middle. There was a fucking, and that was the hilarious thing. I'm in the middle of this hurricane, and then all of a sudden I'm like, why are my bottles jingling? <laughs> and uh, all the bottles on top of your fridge back there. Yes. Hello, uh, my friend. We meet again. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, I'm like, my bottles are jingling. And then I check my phone and it's that we got an alert, which by the way, first time I ever got an alert about an earthquake. 
I get I get alerts about lost old people all the time called yeah. silver alert. And yeah. I don't remember what I think it was here too. If a native and this is not a joke, Amy, I think there was a native person, like a Native American person missing, and it was called a feather alert. No, I don't know. Maybe they were missing off of like a reservation. Yeah I, would, yeah, I would hope so. I hope they're just not like they just don't have them racially divided. Yeah, but there are a lot of white guys that work at the LAPD. So. That is fair. I just I did get a midget Eskimo alert and I'm like, both of those are wrong. No, Brad's nearby. <laughs> he wanted to borrow a jacket. Uh, that's just cool. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, in the middle of it, there was this um, earthquake that I uh, barely felt. Did you feel it? You live in a concrete. Fuck no. Yeah, I live in a concrete fortress. I think my building is like built into the crust of the earth. <laughs> like I don't feel and it moves with it. Like I don't feel anything. Nothing yeah. jangled. No. Sandra said that when she lived on the first floor, she felt that big one when I lived across the way. Mm -hmm. um, and I did feel that one. But in this apartment, I don't feel shit, which yeah. is kind of great. I was taking a nap and I woke up to the alert oh yeah an earthquake had happened and i'm like well it already happened yeah we're shut up about it oh well i was just like why the bottles change what or uh so belinda and emmanuel were in alaska for their vacation and their mom was watching roman and staying at their house and like melt the melrose area got flooded dorothy yes she's lovely we love her but um she didn't know what to do, so she was like, she like packed a bag because she thought the earthquake alert meant that like it was coming. So she packed a bag for her and Roman. She was like pouring Cheerios in a bowl and like getting ready to pull the fucking mattress over the bathtub in the bathroom. Yeah, leave the weapon two style. I doubt she's seen that. I haven't seen that. I'm sure she's seen it. She might actually yeah, have yeah, seen it. Right she was also busy raising a fuck ton of kids. It's, well, there's. I thought there was just three. I thought it was the twins and the brother. And another sister. And another, there's another sister. Oh, never met that one. No one has. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think anyone will. Oh, okay. She was offered, like, free travel to go to their wedding. And she was like, I can't, I've just got too much going on. Oh. And they were like, that's all that needs to say. Yeah, that says a lot of things. Goodbye, my friend. We'll never meet again. <laughs> in a all you're fucking related to me. Uh, but yeah. See you never. So, Hurricane 23, uh, was its score out of 100? Because it wasn't great. Uh, but I did, uh, I did believe the hype. You know, my parking garage is about three feet below ground level. And so I was super worried it was going to get flooded. And like anytime it rains here, as anyone who has lived in LA knows, we're not built for rain. No, especially in the past. Right. And like even like the Fairfax district, like WeHo, yeah. all those streets get flooded super easily. No, <laughs> regular ho. Yeah, it all gets. The hopes. There's no proper drainage. Think about no ho. Like there's no like storm drains, basically. And if there are storm drains, are covered with dirt and debris and a bunch of other shit so the water can't get in yeah we had a drain covered in gunk there was start there was a pool started for and i went and i cleared the gunk and that and there was never a puddle again and i was like this is easy peasy 
Yeah. People up in Studio City are like, what do we do? They're like, oh, guess everything. Water go, but water don't go in. <laughs> Leaving things in way. So that's what these holes in the floor are for. Is for water? Oh. I thought it was just for the fraggles to breathe. I thought that's where horses got their fit. <laughs> Back in the day. Back in there was horses. Back. I mean, they're still horses, but when we used them as cars. Yeah. Uh, but that's inhumane. Uh, yeah. So. I w it was nice, though. I always love an excuse to, like, not be able to leave the house. Yeah. You're forced at home. Like, when we got snowed in in Kansas City, when we built the fucking Friends Legos, that was oh, the best. for sure. And to be, like, on a Sunday, I was like. It didn't start a problem at all. <laughs> and, uh, no, not at all. And, uh, first of all, that problem was well ingrained. Before yeah, but it, I hadn't acted on it as much. Remember I used to talk about, like, I I, I started talk. I would walk into. Yeah, but that's before you had the money you have now. Do you think mom and dad are just like, God damn it, they need kids? No. Because they know they'd have to watch them. Yeah, no shit. I, speaking of b and &E, I popped over there on Monday. Belinda Manuel, not our parents. Right. I popped over there because Belinda was like, I'm heating up the pool. And I was like, oh, we're pool on a Monday, Labor Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go do it. And I walked in there and it was tense. Oh, yeah. It was tense. Mom was tired. Yeah. Dad was on his switch day. Roman uh, wouldn't shut the fuck up. You're like, why did you invite people over? No, well, they she just wanted anyone to hang out with that uh, wasn't her husband okay. or her child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, Manuel was like, do you want me to take him to the park? And she was like, yeah, that would be really nice. And they left. And as soon as they left, she just hugged me. And she was like, Andy. <laughs> I was like, man, this shit does not look fun. It looks hard. Looks and I just—I don't know. There's a lot of you know. I'm in a relationship now, and she's great. Ninety-seven, ninety-six percent of the time, she's great. Like a mate, like the best ever. Now that the bar has been real hot thus far, uh, but the four percent of the time, you're like fucking. What are we doing? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, our parents who seem happy all the time. I, you know, I remember when younger being there for like big fights. Oh, yeah. And you know, I remember them getting into like arguments when we lived at the Neosho house and you had moved out. And I went in their room and I was like, can y'all just like go downstairs or. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that did. You know, and they, and that is, you know, when you're with someone for that long. If you don't fight. Yeah, you're not. There's some you don't weird shit going on. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And. You know, they and I think that the fights, the longer you go, the less they happen. I doubt there's, I doubt mom and dad have had a knockdown drag out in some time. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you feel like one's coming? I'm just kidding. Yep. You know, we're like, you know, and mom and dad will readily admit that. Their relationship is not easy. It's it's all it's hard. It's work. Yeah. Um, even the fucking old boss, like she even says, like like there were. I'm not even talking about like the relationship part. I'm like specifically talking about like kids. Oh yeah, but That's also really also relationships has, equally very hard. But that all has something to do. With it. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And like, but like raising kids, I'm just like, 
Yeah, but I also think there's like a feeling that we don't have because like the feeling you have. I think I have all the feelings I need. But like the feeling you have, like when you see Otto, imagine like if Otto was part you, you know what I'm saying? Which I'm sure is. He is. I've got the ultrasounds to prove it. I'm sure that's part of the thought process when you clone him next time. It's like, what if he actually truly was part my son? Like, Listen, he's going to have my nips and it's going to be fine. Fucking Jesus Christ. Isn't that right, Bubba? He does not look like he's up for that idea. Do you want bigger nips? Yeah, look uh, at that. You want big nips? Fine. Yeah. I'm real excited about that. I don't think he knows what it means. Yeah, we're going to give you some big nips. <laughs> yeah, Bubba. Yes, yes, yes. Nips, nips, nips. Okay. So, uh, something you turned me on to and that I finally finished and that was not what I thought it was going to be. In kind. Literally, no. No, no. <laughs> you have, you have pocketing. No. Hmm. What else have I taught you? You didn't teach me. You showed me. You told me about the fucking telemarketers documentary. Oh yeah. Which I okay. So when I was nineteen, I was a telemarketer for Sprint. So was everyone else in the mid nineties? They were very. Sprint was very by the book. It was just a bunch of college kids. They came in and drank a bunch of sodas and tried to talk people into long distance. And if you hung up on them, you had to leave a 1-800 number, no matter what, so that they could contact you in case you were not happy with your service. And it was uh, just a bunch of kids. Maybe maybe someone would go outside and smoke a joint or something. Like, that was the worst of the worst. And Andy's like, you should watch this telemarketers documentary. So I'm with my girlfriend, and I'm telling her about Oh, I'm still marketing. It was so much fun. It was like it was lighthearted. It was good time. And turned this on, and it's was definitely not my experience. People like within the first five minutes are doing heroin uh-huh. and like playing dice, like doing shots and like doing shots, open, like drinking at their desks, and like already like still have like half a handcuff on. <laughs> it's fucking. And I, within 15 minutes, you know, she's looking at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> this was not my experience. This is why I got a comedy. Look at this. <laughs> Ripe with material. But it was about, and I used to, I don't know if I ever actually sent money, uh, but I remember getting suckered into like, if I donate to this fucking FO, they were, they were a company that all they did, and it was a company filled with- It was a marketing company. It was a marketing company, telemarketing company that- Employed mainly criminals mm-hmm. and drug addicts, mm-hmm. and uh, raised money for fraternal orders of police mm-hmm. and the like. Yes, and every individual state has their own fraternal order of police. I remember getting those calls. I remember getting. Those, I remember giving these guys twenty bucks just because I wanted the fuck. I was like, "What do I need to give you for the stickers?" Because I know if I put this in your head as a fucking nineteen-year-old. Oh, yeah. You're like, I want to be able to go 10 miles over the speed limit and have the sticker and on my car. And I got the sticker on my car. They're going to be like, high five. Thanks for the fucking Doritos. <laughs> right? And it turns out these plays were complete scams. Yeah. Uh, 90% of the money went to the telemarketing company. 10% went to the FOP. But, then but also was- the FOP was like ingrained in it, too. Oh, yeah. And this documentary uh, starts there and then... It turns into this guy and a heroin turned methadone addict uh, 
trying to bring down the fraternal order of police and these telemarketing companies, and it went about as well as you think it might. Yeah, yeah, two guys. It's David versus Goliath, except and, but also Goliath David is a fucking halftard because <laughs> he's fucking a methadone. They let this dude who has no experience interviewing guys or or holding people to the stone. To all these interviews. And like, and it's also the guy who was doing heroin in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and it's just like, you're watching, like, why is he even asking this question? Like, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing when it comes to interviews, especially trying to nail the... When they get giant interviews towards the end of this thing, and this guy is fucking saying a bunch of shit that the, most of the people already know, and they're just, like, looking at each other like, what the fuck? And he's so nervous, too. Oh. And it's just... And he's wearing sunglasses the entire time. Oh, well, not when he has the meeting with the congressman. He wants to take them off in a dramatic fashion. Oh, that's right. That was... I mean, at least he had a vision. Thank God. But uh, totally worth watching. Uh, it it is, was great. It's three episodes. It's three episodes. It's... Um, and they're they're about an hour piece. But the, the first one and the... All of them are great. But, man, it was... Just you go into something thinking you're going to see something and it's totally like, remember what was the, uh, what was the office bit where she thinks she sees 28 days, but it's 28 days later. Yeah. Sandra Bullock is the rehab movie. It's Sandra Bullock goes into rehab in 28 days, but 28 days later as Killian Murphy wakes up alone yeah. in London in the hospital and where a, a zombie zombies. apocalypse had happened. Yeah. That's kind of what it was. I was like, oh, it's going to be a fun little Rob Cobb. And then five minutes into it, I'm like, no one? I never did heroin. Sweet. <laughs> I think. <laughs> uh, what else have you been up to? Because I've got uh, some pretty epic things. Fucking uh, uh, um... Jesus. Uh, granted, you were down for some time. You were, I was down for some like, time. Pretty much my entire trip to Kansas City, me and mom and dad, it was like, how's Andy today? Is she living? Not, not really. <laughs> uh, I went and saw a really great art exhibit at the road a couple weeks ago. Keith Haring. Oh, yeah. You know Keith Haring? No, I'm familiar like, with oh, Steve the Kingfish. So Keith Haring is uh, an artist who was super popular in like the 80s, started in the 70s, worked mostly through the 80s. He died in 89 from AIDS, nice. uh, but he hung out with like Andy Warhol and um, Basquiat and all those guys, um, you know, all the guys who died of AIDS. And in the 80s. In the 80s. I was like the OG. But he does all, um, here I'll show you something he did. Sorry. You know, this is anticlimactic doing this. Okay. So this was like a photo. You can just paste it in the pod, but. Maybe the statue of Limiter. Oh, she's walking. She's wearing a Well, like zoom in on the pattern because you know that pattern. Like all the interconnected people. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. I will say it's like one of the first museum exhibits where it was like I understood the artist's life from beginning to end just by walking through and looking at his art and the way it like transformed. 
as he, you know, progressed in age. But it was awesome. I loved it. Cool. It was awesome. Let me see. You can look at like that. Oh yeah. You may know the. Yeah, it looks keeps wiping. I don't think there's anything bad on there. <laughs> Once it starts getting the Grand Central Market, I would dip. Lick Fat Boys. <laughs> 1979. All right. I like that. Here's. Look at that. They're fucking under an UFO. Well, now you have to send me all of oh, other. Oh, Look at that. I want that so big in my she's living room. Taking his butt. Yeah, but, but she's got titties. But no, there's from behind. He's his belly button's facing forward. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think I've talked about this on the pod before. Me and the Nintendorks have been trying to play this game. You could take Nintendo out of it. Shorten it. So mean. Uh, I was hanging out with the Nintendorks, and uh, I was hanging out with the dudes. Doesn't it sound like a dial tone? That humming? Yeah, it's just my fridge. It's a good tone. Um, <laughs> real nasally. Um, so we've been playing this game called Gloomhaven. Like, the box weighs 40 pounds. Takes so long to set up. We've put like 10 hours into this game and we're still like not clear on the instructions. Oh, okay. It's like Starfield. Yeah. What? I don't know what that is. Starfield's this new game that just came out like a huge AAA title that came out on Xbox. Like people have been waiting years for this to come out. Oh. With the first 12 hours. Like it, they even say in all the reviews, like get through the first 12 hours and it's great. But man, I'm what a commitment. Yeah, I'm hour eight in, and you're just like, I'm still having- What's the point? It's it's a huge open world game, but it's in space. There's literally a thousand landable planets. Like, it's one of those games that you can play for years and years. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so this last Saturday, we went over to Ashman's to go play it in the afternoon. And like, mm-hmm. by the time we set it up, we're like, we drag our feet setting it up because sure. like, no one really wants to play. And, like, you have characters that you bring over from, like, the last game. And it's, like, us as a team have been fighting these monsters. And so, finally, it's, like, I look around and, like, if it's not someone's turn, everyone's on their phones. It's so quiet. And I was, like, guys. This isn't fun. I don't think we like this game. (laughs) And they were, like, thank God. (laughs) Oh, man, this sucks. I'm like, we don't even know the rules. <laughs> we're wasting our precious weekend free time that we're spending together trying to play this stupid game. Yeah. Let's get rid of it. <laughs> Let's stop doing this. It's the first time someone said that outside of a pie gow table. <sighs> no, and everyone's like, what is that? I don't even know how this works. Just let, let how does pie gow work? What's that? How does pie gow work? I don't know. It's not, not for me to know. I, yeah, we don't need more ways to lose money. Right. I figured out enough ways. Look at look at your background. Uh, um. <laughs> although I couldn't sell that hardware on StockX and make four dollars after these. Uh, wow! So the obviously the Back to the Future car was there before. Uh, this Concord, uh, 
I have too much time in airports and in green rooms to like look stuff up. But I was like, oh, what's coming up in the world of Lego in September? You fool. And they're like, we got the Concord coming out. It comes out on this date. But if you're a VIP member, which as we all remember, I totally am. Yeah. Uh, they're like, you can get it on the 4th or something. And so I got Like, my gun, that's today. And I got home and and the girl and I went and had breakfast. And I was like, you want to go to Topanga Mall? And she's actually, yeah, I'd like to go to Honey Burdette. And the fuck is that? It is uh, high-end uh, lingerie and- Look, I didn't need to know that. Dildo stuff. Ugh. Like it's not it's not Honey Burnett. Honey Burnett. Like if you want a gold plated dildo, it's the place to go. But she in the Topanga Mall. She bought fuck me, look it up. Uh it's this lingerie store. Where'd you get that gold plated dildo? Topanga Mall. Yeah, believe yeah. it or not. Uh so yeah. It was hilarious. So I went to the Lego store and I like walked in like Wayne's World with my VIP card and I was like, I need the Concord. <laughs> like we got it behind the counter. So I went back there and I bought it. And then I went and sat in this <laughs> ridiculously high-end lingerie store like a child. Like, I was wondering where that picture was. Like, look at this thing. And I'm like taking a photo with it. And then she walks out of this ridiculous outfit. I'm like, I'm banging that. And uh, it was a good day. Uh, cool. Anyhow. Why is she trying out new stuff for the new set? Yeah. <laughs> uh Ooga. So uh but yeah, and then uh yeah, so I got the Concord, but uh I'm waiting until I get I gotta get this one done first. I gotta get do them in order. I finished the office set. Pretty great, right? Great. It went by so fast. Yeah, it wasn't a tough build. No, it's not a tough build. Also, Audrey and I tag teamed it on Saturday. Nice. Well, the only thing we tag teamed. The others were just bottles of wine. Oh, okay. Uh, and a guy we found. Um, the guy you found? That's never how you meet him. In Hollywood, it is. What? He wanted food. And he already smelled like bacon. Yeah. So uh, turns out he didn't have any, which was weird. Nor did he eat it. It's just his natural odors. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking, these are going to be fun. Well, talk about your epic shit that you've been doing. So I went home to Kansas City. Uh, I was flown in first class on Delta, thanks to Mr. Jelly Roll, Ooh. who flew me in to introduce him. But that was Saturday, and I asked to fly in a couple days early. And it just so happened a couple, uh, like a week before, I get a Facebook message from a woman that shared the same last name as some people I went to high school with. And I'm not even sure if she's one of them. But if I think I went to high school with you, I, I usually communicate with you. Especially. Oh, God, you're going to get so many Facebook messages now. Uh, so I already get quite a few. Uh, but uh, you Not know, to brag. Just try to keep that John Cougar Bell and every man's status, you know. Okay. So, anywho, uh, so this girl reached out and she goes, I have a friend who has a brewery and a brewery and uh, a beer making place. <laughs> a beer makery? A beer makery. A beer. 
a brewery. So, I had a stroke. So, uh, flew on, I flew on Wednesday. Me and went to bowlings. Uh, I was so good. So then, uh, Thursday, just moving out. Sorry, I'm being a real phlegm bot. Girl came in late Thursday, Friday. We drive out to the brewery. They were like, we, uh, they were like, we want to do a, a porter, obviously, because you're a Chris Porter. I'm like, I don't really drink porters. What do you drink? I was like, yeah, I'm your basic bitch. I drink hazy IPAs. And they're like, dude, we got them. They're like, we got none of those. What was that? I don't know why is it fucking. It doesn't register. What doesn't register? Um, Baines. I don't muted, but that's not muted. How does that work? Edit all this out. No, leave it. Uh, so anyway, I uh, we go out there and you're also you're sitting so close to the camera too. It's like so much of your face. Oh, oh God, so much of your face. Um, so we got into the brewery. He pulls this Baltic porter, which I'd never had before. And uh, it was it was much lighter than I thought it was going to be. And I was like, oh, I can drink this. And so it's going to have some cinnamon roll and some orange. It's going to be like an orange cinnamon roll-ish porter. Love orange cinnamon rolls. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're going to see how that goes. We do the brew day is in November and then the launch day is in January. Ooh. And uh, so that's going to be super fun. And that was exciting. And <clears throat> Saturday went to the uh, arena to introduce Jelly. And I I really didn't want to flub it. So I like took time and wrote it out for like a week and kind of went over it nice. and tried to remember it. And, uh, they couldn't have been more accommodating. I didn't realize. Look, I'm very spoiled. Like when we go to a Shinedown show, it's like us and Shinedown. You know, they've just been at it for so many years that it, it's not a big thing. It's not like a right. big party back there. Well, this is Jelly's first arena tour. Uh, I, I didn't realize how many connections he had in Kansas City, but also it's like a lot of radio people. He's trying to forge these connections, which is very smart. Of course. So, but we get kind of put in this family and friends room, which is basically like a party we didn't want to go to. Yeah. And uh, it's a bunch of people from strange music, who some of which are very nice, and some of which are just the douchiest of douchebags. Which it was kind of the music industry in general. Yeah. There was one that like just epitomized it, and I met that dude before, and it's fucking through and through. And uh, like, just one of those guys. Like, if he doesn't, if he doesn't think you are a benefit to him, will not talk to you in the conversation. Oh, awesome! He won't talk to me at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, we're in a thing where like everyone was talking to me, and he never even recognized, me. you know, not recognizing dollars. And uh, so I, I knew who he was. Anyway, we're in this thing. They got Jang Stack Barbecue, which if you're familiar, is the fifth best barbecue in Kansas City. They got good sides. Uh, but that's about it. They have good burn-ins. Uh, so we, we're we in there, and Jelly eventually comes in. Uh, to be fair, there was like a smoking room where we could just go in and get high if we needed to. That, nice. That was very nice of him to uh, supply that. Uh, but then... Uh, when saw Ashley McBride, she was one of the openers. She destroyed. 
Uh, my buddy Josh Adam Myers and the goddamn Comedy Jam are like the hosts. So no it's good shit. to see them. Nice. And it's like Josh doing exactly what he was born to do uh, for the size of group that he should be doing in front of. And uh, it was a lot of fun to watch and very proud to see him. And then actually killed it. And then I walked up, you know, they gave me like an in-ear pack. So I didn't have like a fucking take me out to the ball game moment where I couldn't hear myself. So I went out there. The intro went great. Uh, a lot of cheerleading, a lot of rah-rah. Isn't our city great? Isn't Jelly Roll great? Hey, if your life sucks, then isn't Jelly Roll great? Uh, please welcome Jelly Roll. And uh, fucking Jelly loved it. Uh, everybody loved it. It was it went really great. And so, but it was a long night because after Jelly, you know, the show itself's four hours. Buff. And then, and mom and dad were troopers for the whole thing. They stayed yeah. for the whole thing. Dad sat down for some of it because he's got the new knee. Yeah. But fucking he just nips as a kickstand. God damn just it. leaned They're over. ever present. Wow. They won't even let him have his moment in the sun. Does the skinnier he gets, they're like, we're staying the same he's size. Nice. I've got dad's nips. I get it. Uh, Soon auto will too. plan for them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Dad's like, they're here. They're big. I usually bring a cheese plate I cut with them. Jesus Christ. It's a fun trick. Shut up. Uh, anywho. Uh, but so we stayed after and, you know, you just put on a show. You need time to like decompress before you come see everybody. And like it, it worked out because like about the time I was like, I'll just text him. We can leave. We were walking out, and he was starting to walk down the hallway. Great. So we had like 15 minutes to talk. There was just us, which was nice. Uh, and then, yeah, Jen left the next night. Uh, we stayed at the Intercontinental that night, and I'll just, I'll say it. It's not what it used to be. They don't use the toilet racks to clean the glasses anymore? Well, there's that, but also there's no 24-hour room service. Uh, oh, so it's gone even further downhill. Yeah, it's just kind of the the... You know, the staff, the, the the bell staff's always great, so is the valet staff, just because they have to be, because it's tip-based. Mm -hmm. But behind the behind the desk staff, like, we showed up, and I'm like, it's 2.30, checking times four. I didn't stay in hotels long enough to know, you should be fine at fucking 2.30. Yeah. I walked in at 2.30, and I got a suite, because fucking it was a big night. Yeah, why not? Uh, and they're like, well, the suites aren't done yet. And I'm like, you think... The people that paid more might you might do that quicker, and uh, that I'm not saying that out loud, but in my head, I'm just like that seems. So after about, I was like, "How'd that go?" Yeah, no, I'm just in my head. I'm thinking that, and so then I we go take a walk, get a drink, come back like an hour later, still nothing, and I was like, "Can I just downgrade the room? Is there just a lesser room available?" Like I have shit to do, and they're like, "Oh, we can do that." Just like, why wasn't that brought up as an option? Uh, but yeah, so it's just, and before they would have been so sorry and trying to make it, they just didn't give a fuck. They're like, yeah. this is how it is. And I'm like, this is a fucking four star hotel. Not anymore. No. So, gonna figure, I think there's a Lowe's downtown I'm gonna try. We went there for a drink once. I yeah. And the lobby looked great. I don't know what the rooms are like. Look like a Lowe's. Look like a Lowe's. And Lowe's are nice. Lowe's are nice. Uh, the Raphael's just a little too stuffy on like literally every single level. 
Yeah, and they just they they smoked in there for so long. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I had fun, and then as if the week couldn't get any better. Uh, on, it did. It did. On Wednesday, I got to throw the first pitch out uh, at the Royals game, uh, which was huge. 4,000 people got to see me throw a first pitch out. And, uh, man, it was such a cool moment just because I got Dan to catch it. It was awesome. And uh wish you would have been there. Wish, wish the girl would have been there. But there were so many people there to root me on uh, as, as I was walking. I was mouth-breathing on my couch. As as I walked out to the mound, like I was like, I just saw so many people. Some people from high school showed up. I didn't see them, but they posted on Facebook. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was just. Or a... were they really from high school or just had the same last name as people you would die? No, no, I knew these guys. I knew sure, these guys. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but no, it was a fucking really great weekend. Uh, other than it was super hot, except for the night I threw out the first pitch. It was very nice. Uh, but. Uh, mom and dad got to come with me down into the bowels of Royal Stadium. We got to, <laughs> we got to hang out in the press room, and we were just all sitting there like the ROTC kids. And I was like, "Hey, can I just take a photo? Like I'm giving a press conference?" And I was like, "Yeah." So I sat behind, and whoever took that photo did you dirty because it was alive. And as soon as the photo was, you can see it. You go, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but no, it was good. Time. It was a great week at home. Uh, good times. Great I was days. so jealous. I was so jealous. And I was feeling so sad and sorry for myself that I was sick, that I was like, I'm going to get myself sugar fish. There you go. Oh, yeah, we did. I did take them. I took the folks out to fucking Capitol Grill. It was the night you went to Capitol. I was like, well, you're going to eliminate. And you did. Ed, it was awesome. Good for you. It was so good. Um, Emmanuel was like, did you know? Sugarfish doesn't cut their fish at the sugarfish. There's one main place where they cut the fish for sugarfish. I don't know because I see them back there cutting fish a lot. He said they just assemble it, and I just said, uh, yeah, okay. He just seems so tired. <laughs> I don't want to argue. Okay, man. Whatever you think. Yeah, you're right. Fucking, we'll do it. God bless America and small puppies. Uh,. Anywho, uh, if you have questions, concerns, you need life by similar one millionth pod. That's all words. One million with a th and a pod at gmail.com. Uh, nothing worthwhile uh, this week. A lot of, lot of, we appreciate all of you that have subscribed and all the, all of you that leave comments on our YouTube videos. Uh, if you don't know, we do do these video now. <laughs> we do do. Uh, and we do uh, we do do them on video on YouTube. Go to at one ninth pod on the on the YouTubes, and you can see our pretty, well, her pretty face and my just regular. Hey, and he got her hair done for the first time uh, since nineteen eighty six. And uh, I mean, pretty much, it had been since the year twenty twenty two. So I, I feel a lot better when I look in the mirror. It's like look at her; she's got her shit together, right? I'm about to go get my nails done after this. I'm going to look even better. Fuck yeah, Rue. Look at you. You're going to Mexico. Honey, yeah. Staying in a really nice house. It has a staff. It has a staff. All right. There's a staff. And not like Moses. Yeah, yeah, Staff. Like, there's people that'll be like, would you like uh, uh, Miami Vice to start the day, Miss Porter? And I will say, you fucking know it. Uh, Or I I would say. Don't make make the cartel, man. Yo quiero una Miami Vice, por favor. See if they know how to make volcano sauce down there. 
you can get the recipe. What about some fucking farm to table lava sauce? That's what I'm talking about. You're like the lava, ma'am. It's it's so hot. It's so hot. You gotta stay from the volcanoes. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. Speaking of going on trips. Oh, by the way. Oh, are you reading mail or are we doing stories? Stories. That's what I thought. By the way, the next fan saved my ass the other day again. Did it? I gave Aubrey money to use on the picket lines for the I'll never see it again. For the strikes. Yeah, I know. I will though. Um, speaking of going on trips, this uh I'm sure you might already probably have this story. This this accident happened on a flight. Not an accident that would like cause distress. I mean it does cause cause some distress. But there was a flight going from Atlanta. To Barcelona. Oh, I heard about this. Oh, yeah. Delta flight. And you know what? We've been there. Yeah. You've been on a flight that where you... It seems like something that more often than not happens on a spirit flight, but go ahead. Right. And especially an international flight. That's that's terrible. So this guy, he... Uh, they, were, they were taking off from Atlanta to go to Barcelona. They were just over Virginia. Yeah. And this man... His, it says he had a gastrointestinal issues that exploded out in the open. It like covered the seats. When you think you're going to fart, you follow through. Yeah, no, this seemed like it was an emergency evacuation of everything that was in his bowels. Uh, and they, uh, some passengers said that they used a vanilla scented cleaner, no. a disinfectant no. uh, that said it just made it smell like vanilla shit. <laughs> Uh, they said it was really bad. It was dribbling down the aisle and smelled horrible. Dribbling <laughs> down the aisle. Terrible. Terrible. To shit your pants, like to shart a little bit and be like, whoa. Yeah. Understandable. But then that happened two hours in and they were over the ocean, which means they had to go two hours back in the shit mobile. Yeah. And they just said it was horrible. Like people were just like gagging. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine being the guy. How aggressive was it that it blew out his pants? Fucking a lot. Wow, did, did they say how old the person was? No, they, they don't give any details on the person. And if it was me, I'd be like, if you even tell them my hair color, yeah. I'll fucking kill you. Man, oh man, oh man. Yeah, you don't want to be like that chick who said y'all motherfuckers aren't real because everyone knows who that chick is now. Yeah. There. She got fucking talked to by TMZ at LAX the other day. I saw that. Um, speaking of nightmares, uh, people realized mine when they got stuck at Burning Man. <gasps> First uh, of all, I'm obsessed with this. I can't stop watching I all of these of rich friends. assholes. Yeah, I have a couple of friends that were there, uh, that aren't rich. Uh, it's, uh, so for those of you that don't know, it rained a lot in the desert where they have Burning Man. And uh, they base—it's basically on like a silt desert, and so when it rains, yeah. it turns into a foot of clay, like yeah. not even mud, like clay. And it just like clumps onto your feet, your and boots, sinks your car, and won't allow you to drive over it. Right. So seventy thousand people got stuck at fucking Burning Man. Now, granted, I think that's the Lord's punishment for you going to Burning Man. Oh yeah. In the first place. Uh, 
But I guess Chris Rock and Diplo, it's very highly reported that they walked miles hitchhiking uh, to get out of uh, the the Burning Man, uh, as did Cindy Crawford, which I'm asking myself, what the fuck are Chris Rock and Cindy Crawford doing in fucking Burning Man? I feel like you're either like the elite of the elite and extremely wealthy, or you're a person who's used to living that kind of nomadic lifestyle. Or I've been going to Burning Man forever. Literally. Because I know people uh, that don't go anymore, but went when they were a Burning Man age, to, and they're like, it was a beautiful thing, and it was really cool, and then all the, then it got popular, and it became something that we didn't really want it to be, and, you know, I think that was exemplified, because I think the real Burning Man folk were like, oh, two more days of this? Yeah, we're fine. Yeah. This is fine. And uh, Diplo's like, I can't do this. I need to walk. I'm going to put a mud mask on to show how brave I am. But, uh, yeah, that just, Burning Man alone. Being dragged, I mean, that would- You couldn't be, pay me to go to Burning Man. That would be the ultimate thing is like, you know, you meet someone and they're the fucking greatest person, greatest partner ever, but then they go to Burning Man. That's what happened to Ta- Natasha Leggero and Moshe Kosher. She got roped into a marriage with a man who loves to go to Burning Man. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and Moshe's a smart dude, um, but uh, that's, uh, that's something else, bro. Uh, you also have to really like electronic music. Kind of. I mean, it's like huge. There's like all kinds of music. You just have to kind of know where those. Yeah, I can tell there's like a big southern rock, bluegrass section of Burning Man. Yeah, they're like, sir, this is the wrong camp. (laughs) Come on, man. I'm playing Waylon (laughs) Jennings from now till fucking Burning Man. All Tyler and I have been doing is sending each other TikToks of people at Burning Man. He sent me one today of this white girl with abs. Yeah. Singing like. The big number from Dreamgirls, which is a classically black musical. Yeah. And there are people like on a knee and uh-huh. like gathered around. And it's like, what is this white bitch doing? <laughs> like, uh, my- if I took the rest of my asset, I would probably also think I could sing that song. Ben Glee was doing stand up last time I saw on Instagram. So then I'm like, haven't those people suffered enough? Just kidding, Ben. Just kidding, but it was, it was like at Burning Man. It was a yeah at Burning Man. I'm not kidding. Showed video and they had like a girl like singing, and then I think he was probably like, you know what this place needs is a little glee. And Who likes jokes from 2006? Oh no, he was doing all Burning Man stuff. Ugh. Yeah, he was like, I was over at the other playa, fucking inside Burning Man reference. Waka waka. Uh, God bless him. Uh, well, this was fun. This was fun. This week, you can find me in Albany and Syracuse. And uh, next week, I'll be on the Big Burt Tour. Ooh! Evansville, Kansas City, Wichita, Dallas, Houston. Arena to arena to arena. And uh, when I walked off stage at Jelly Roll and I saw the folks, I was like, man, I can't wait to do stand-up on that stage. <laughs> and it's going to be super fun. I hope you can make it out. That's awesome. And uh, ChrisPorterComedy.com for all the tickets. <laughs> and uh, Andy's fucking gassy today. It's been coming out both ends. <laughs> uh, she's like a gross fountain. Uh, anyway, First of all, I've always been a gross fountain. That's fair. Uh, anyway, uh, you can find Andy on... Uh, the X and the threads at Andy Porter and uh, IG at Andy Port, right? 
That's IG and Threads at Andy Port. IG and Threads at Andy Port. Yes, and then on the X, I don't. I'm not really on X. I kind of um. I'm not doing Threads. I can eat a dick. I use. I just tap on it when I just am perusing. Uh, I don't tweet a lot, to be fair. But I did tweet. I did X the other day, and uh, it wasn't great. So. That's <laughs> where I'm at. As always, you can follow the pod at One Million Pod on Instagram. That's all words. One million with a th and a pod. Mm-hmm. Tell me where they can find them on X. Uh, at the number one in the words millionth pod. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I haven't put up a lot of social media stuff just because by the time I edit and I post it, I leave and go do other things, and then I forget to post the social meets. But I'll try to get them up there more often. <laughs> Uh, but hey, we're doing episodes. I'm doing everything I can with what I got. Uh, as always, I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. This has been the One Million Podcast. Fuck you. Come on by. Uh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>